Listeners, it's so good to be back with you today. My name is Jake Talbert, co-host of the Ready, Said Game podcast, and I'm here with my very good friend. That's right, Jake. Thanks so much for having me on. This is a pleasure together. I'm your other co-host, Phil Addison. And Talbert, it's about that time. Ready? Set. Game. Ready, set, game. You know, we Phil, we introed this back at episode one of why Ready, Set, Game is so important to us. If you didn't hear about that, I encourage you to go back to episode one and listen. But here we are, three years after Ready, Set, Game originated in Taney County, Branson, Missouri, on a platform. And now here we are live, Waco, Texas, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, it was a good last, uh, or really last episode, but good first episode, Phil. Uh, what did you think of the first episode? It was fun getting on here with the listeners. Absolutely, Talbert. So thankful for our listeners. Uh, you know, we had a great following over, uh, I would say, hundreds of viewers. But then I looked at the stats, and I mean, I couldn't even calculate how many people listened to this thing. I mean, it it, it was just totally uh, a hit, and we had so many people text and call and DM us about this thing, and they just want more. Yeah, that's good. That's good. You know, there were a few. Um, there were a few guys that uh, slid into our DMs, and I mean, as you said, there were quite a few. And uh, just to shout out a few of those listeners uh, that were pretty bought in early. Uh, one is Jonathan Klein. You know, he's most probably common for the three inch inseam uh, in the running shorts. Uh, <laughs> uh, Klein, you love that. And, uh, but, but more so, man, great feedback, brought some college football feedback for us. Excited to get him here on the podcast. Uh, Steven Ritz, a guy that you and I have both worked mm-hmm. with. Now he's in ministry in college station, um, doing great things there. He's got a little one on the way as yeah. well, about to be, uh, well, he is, he's a dad and, uh, maybe going to be born in the fall. And so excited to have Ritz on the podcast. Anybody else for you that, that slid in that you want to give a shout out to Phil? Want to give a shout out to uh, Kendall Reed and Ashton Reed, uh, the newlyweds. Uh, Two weeks, uh, right? Two yeah, weeks. Yeah, congratulations. Two to or you three guys. weeks. Yeah, yeah. We're so, so grateful we got to be a part of the special day. Uh, and we got a lot of feedback, uh, mainly from uh, Kendall's bride, Ashton. Uh, she uh, wanted to go over some of uh, the stuff we'll, we'll kind of get into later about the bracket. Uh, we uh, had some missed uh, opportunities with some of... Uh, the participants in the bracket uh, that we should have uh, uh, some details that we should have included. Uh, and also uh, to mention to all of our listeners, uh, it has been requested that we have a jingle or an intro song or something along the lines uh, to kind of get this thing rolling, to get the people uh, grooving, uh, to, to get the groove going. And so uh, if you have a jingle of any sorts you want to request or a song, uh, we would love to take those and maybe you'll hear it on the next pod. That's exactly right, Phil. You know, it's interesting. I'm not sure if you slid this in there accidentally or if it might have been on purpose, but you mentioned the groove. <laughs> and, you know, Phil, that's something that uh, we're going to have to break down on probably a future episode. So listeners, come back. If you know what we're talking about, that's the groove. There's a couple other attributes that go with it. But, Phil, I know the groove is something that you're passionate about. Uh, something that you have a lot of experience in. So is that something you think that we can maybe break down in weeks to come? Yeah, Jake, you know, I really did slide that in just for you. And a lot of listeners out there know the groove. They've been to the concert. They've seen the lights uh, that shine in your face. And we know that a lot of people want to hear more about what that is. So uh, absolutely. I think it's a future breakdown for sure. 
and uh, we can uh, most definitely keep that uh, in future pod recordings. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Phil, it's May 25th. Last night, obviously, if you go 25 minus one is 24. So last night, May 24th, we had the Golden State Warriors and the Mavs in game four. The Mavs were on the brink of elimination. 3-0, they were playing at home in Dallas. The AA Center um, jumped out to a big lead heading into the fourth quarter. And then the, the Warriors came back and were plus 19 in the fourth quarter. Mavs still won. Break down that game for me a little bit. What did you see? Obviously, the, the Mavs were shooting hot early. Uh, tell us a little bit about that game. Yeah, absolutely, Jake. I mean, last night was obviously a do-or-die situation for Dallas, and uh, they had a, they had help from everywhere, from the guys on the bench to the starters. Obviously, uh, we know that Luka uh, is creating shots, making shots, but guys like your guy, Jalen Brunson, uh, unfortunately, Dwight Powell was not um, – was not in the points party because he ended up with a fat zero. Didn't even take a shot attempt. But uh, you look at Reggie Bullock, who was shooting air balls early in the game uh, and a lot of last game. Went six for 10 from the field, 18 points. They even got some help, uh, a little bit of a break from uh, the ceiling. The roof in the American Airlines Center uh, had another leak. And I heard this morning from another analyst that uh, the Mavs are 2-0 and when American Airlines is leaking. Uh, but unfortunately, the Chase Center, I think, has uh, been up to date with all of uh, their roof and ceiling needs because uh, the holes are plugged and it's going to be sunny in 75 in San Francisco come tomorrow night. Yeah, Phil, that's a good breakdown. You know, the guy that you mentioned for me that stood out, Reggie Bullock, six of 10. He only took 10 shots and they were all three pointers, uh, made 60 percent of them. The Mavs as a team shot 46 and a half percent from three and you couple that with golden state a good three-point shooting team a great three-point shooting team only 35.7 percent from three uh and that really is the difference in the ball game when it comes down to it Mavs shot well moved the ball around well had a lot of guys involved so we'll see you know i don't think it's going to probably go much more than five maybe six games uh could be a, a quick ending here uh tomorrow night um but we'll see what happens yeah my guy spencer dinwiddie that guy looks like he belongs like back in the eighties. Like he just is the, the fro keeps growing. He's got the chin weapon. Uh, and late in the game last night, hit two big contested threes. Uh, and so I love seeing him come off the bench. I think he's starter material, but obviously with Brunson playing as well as he has, I'm sure uh, we'll see a, a lot more of Dinwiddie as he had 28 minutes last night uh, come game five. Cause it looks like they're going to need him. But moving over to uh, Boston and Miami, uh, the Heat and the Celtics just can't stop beating each other. I mean, it's just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Uh, so we head into game five tonight, uh, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time tip. No, that's 7.30 for you, Jake, obviously. Um, right. But uh, it just <laughs> – I mean, I don't know who to pick. I mean, like, both teams are good at defense. Both are fundamental. Both have, like, these crazy bench mobs – that like come out of nowhere and they just, they score a lot of points and they fill uh, the roles for a lot of times uh, the starters are not playing well, but I mean, Jake, this is a series where it just seems like it's going to have to come down to a game seven. And I feel like you and I both are uh, going with Boston here, but I mean, each game has been a blowout. It feels like neither game has been close because one team just decides to dominate the other. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, interesting stat. Uh, the series is tied at 2-2, but Boston has won 14 of the 16 quarters of play, and yet the series is tied 2-2. I still think that Boston 
is the most dominant team right now. I still think they're going to get it done in six games. Uh, and so I think they're going to take these next two, and I think it's going to be over. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you got to think uh, Jason Tatum in a big game tonight and then leading in to Friday night, he's going to probably have a big one too uh, to close out the series what we're hoping for here on Ready, Set, Game. Um, but, Talbert, speaking of the NBA, we had a big list, a few big lists drop uh, last night. Can you tell us a little about that? Yeah, you know, you mentioned my guy Jason Tatum made the first team, first uh, All-NBA first team. Uh, joining him on that was Luka Doncic, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, Jokic, and Devin Booker. And so, man, a, an elite team. This is the first time since the 1950s that everybody on the team was 27 years or younger. And you have to wonder who was on that 1950s team. I mean, uh, who in the world was even on that team? We're going to have to go back and check that out a little bit. But, but fun to see the, the youth of the NBA right now is extremely dominant. Yeah. Guys from, from, from 19 to 25 are running the league. And we see it right there in the first team. These are guys that are going to be around for the next 10, 12 years in the NBA, uh, uh, foreseeably longer, uh, hopefully, if we're all very lucky. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, love to see D-Book up there on the first team. Uh, his guy, Chris Paul, making third team. Uh, a shocking exit in game seven against the Mavs, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the Western Conference semifinals. But uh, I'd love to see uh, Trey Young, my Atlanta guy, making that third team. We were talking about it earlier. Crazy that him and LeBron are on the all-NBA third team. Like, just LeBron had one of statistically his best seasons yet, and obviously the Lakers went, what, 37 and, you know, 52, whatever it was. But, uh, I mean, I love young uh, Pascal Siakam out there. Glad to see Towns, even though he gets a lot of heat, uh, be on that third team. Uh, And then, you know, you go up the list for Morant and Bede in the second, and then, yeah, Jokic and uh, Giannis, all those guys deserve it. Um, but I mean, <laughs> I really do think going back to this 1950s team, I looked it up, uh, George Mikan, uh, was the first real NBA superstar, they say, but my guy, Bob Pettit, St. Louis Hawks champion. Wow. Okay. On that 1950 okay. all NBA team, the first okay. ever all NBA team. It looks like. Um, you have Bob Cousy on there, a phenomenal player as well. Uh, and the rest of the guys, I'll be honest, I have never heard of. Phil, that's, that's extremely fair. Uh, speaking of things that you've never heard of, or maybe rather, um, that you wish you didn't hear. Yeah. Um, you know, you and I were talking about this concept, of a hit list and just kind of what that is. Will you kind of tee that up for us? What is that? What, what does that concept mean for you? This idea of a hit list? Absolutely. Talbert. So shout out to, uh, one of my best friends, Michael Miller, his girlfriend, Aaron Atkins showed me, uh, her hit list, uh, which, um, had numerous things on it from peanut butter, uh, all the way to even when people say certain words. So uh, I uh, took Aaron's uh, idea and kind of wanted to put it on the pod and see what people were thinking uh, from their own hit list for you and I's hit list. Uh, So I just have a list of words here uh, that I have heard used in the past by friends, family, uh, that I do not love to hear. Make me cringe when I hear them Mm. uh, and just want to get up out of my seat. Uh, A couple for you. uh, In reference to the word breakfast, calling it brekkie. in reference to the word dinner, calling it din-din. Uh, I just hate the word snacking. 
I just don't like the way that it sounds. And mm, yeah, that's fair. That's fair, Phil. Chick-fil-A, uh, as in chicky. <laughs> this Interesting. one. Who's <laughs> using that, Phil? Is that language that you're hearing in Atlanta? I am not hearing that in the 254 in Central Texas. Oh, Talbert from the 404 all the way to the 706 in Athens. Chicky is a uh, relevant term, unfortunately. Wow. okay. Probably by okay. many of the uh, sorority girls at, at the University of Georgia. I probably used it in the past, plus some of my own friends. And then uh, another one for you that I cannot stand is Nai Nai, like in reference to Night Night. Um, like, gee. And then the last one I'll do, I can barely spit it out, is uh, in reference to swimsuits, swimmies. Um, oh, no. Words that I hate. And now that I'm put on the pod, they're probably going to be sent to me via text or DM sometime soon. But uh, that's on my hit list, Talbert. I know you probably have whether it's words or things of your own on yours, could you break this down a little bit of your hit list? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I can't wait till the next time you're at the beach, you and the missus at the beach, probably Hilton Head or St. Simon's, you know, the, <laughs> the, the two classics out yeah. there. And uh, we've talked about that. And, uh, you know, for you to be out there and you just see this comment slide in, you know, 54 comments down and just says, fill in his swimmies. You know, <laughs> can't wait to see that. Come in. That's going to be fun. That's going to be fun. You know, I, I, I'll have to do a little bit of thinking here on words for me. Um, on what might be my list of words. I will throw out just a concept or for some, it's a lifestyle that, that just is on my hit list. I just, I'm just not into it. That's Catan, 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 Settlers. I'm just not into it, Phil. And, you know, patience is a big reason behind that. Just the gameplay uh, just the buy-in. And I know I'm going to get some feedback. Go ahead and bring it on. I'm waving it on right now. Go ahead and bring it on. Slide in, talk to him about Catan, Catan. Uh, but I, I think that, that for me is one. And then another one is just Ohio state. Uh, that's, that's a topic, uh, that we could dig into deeper, but I'm just going to throw Ohio state out there. They're on my head list. Um, one of my least favorite, uh, college football programs. They really are. Love Kirk Herbstreit. Phenomenal career. Cardell Jones kept the Bears out of the playoff in the inaugural playoff. Yeah. Baylor came in at number five, just missing the college football playoff. Cardell Jones and Ohio State go on to win the national championship that year. Well, they were probably the best team, but they had kept Baylor out, you know, a Baylor graduate. Yeah. And uh, just tough, just tough. So. Yeah, Talbert, uh, we've gotten a ton of calls and texts and tweets uh, about, uh, you know, our bread and butter, the bracket, the ready, set, game bracket. And uh, this ready, set bracket uh, is brought to you uh, by none other than um, Seth Locke. Seth Locke, a good friend, a good sponsor, partner of the ready, set bracket. Uh, he is bringing this, sponsoring it today. So thank you, Seth, for all that you do for the ready, set, game podcast. Talbert, uh, we have made our choices and gone down the line, and we have a champion. We do. We have a champion. We discussed this off air, and we came into this. We started with 16. We broke it down on the pod last week and uh, got to eight. We had an elite eight. And then off, off camera, Phil and I broke it down from the eight to the national champion. We have six Phil's left and two Jake's left. Um, Phil, we would be remiss not to mention a couple of the honorable mention, Phil and Jake's. We'll do that shortly. For me, my honorable mention, Phil, is my father-in-law, Phil Fingerly. Uh, without him, uh, I would have no better half. Uh, and so thank wow. you, Phil. 
thank you, Phil Fingerly. He's a phenomenal man. Uh, so thankful for him in my life. And my honorable mention, Jake, is going to be Jake Plummer. Jake the Snake Plummer, old wow. Denver Broncos quarterback. He's going to be my honorable mention. Uh, a lot of people were really wanting him in over Jake DeLoe. Uh, Phil, any honorable mentions for you? Yeah, absolutely, Talbert. Uh, those are some great honorable mentions, uh, might I add. But also, uh, I, I have a couple of Phil's that uh, people reached out to me and said, why aren't these guys on the list? Uncle Phil from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Uh, okay, I don't know fair. him uh, by real name, uh, but his actor name, Uncle Phil, uh, a great character uh, on the show. Know that him and Will Smith uh, used to dice it up back in the day, and he was a fun guy to watch. And then uh, I don't know if I'll be pronouncing this correctly, Luke Mangan reached out to you and I both and said that uh, Punk's, Punk Swatney Phil, the groundhog, Phil the groundhog, <laughs> I don't even know. That's him. Yeah, uh, that is very fair. Uh, he's a guy that, depending on uh, you know what your opinion is, and we want to get into the politics of it, but you know the shadow. Uh, we know that everyone picks a side. Uh, we know how Groundhog Day goes, and uh, we didn't really want to bring politics into this bracket, so we kept Phil no, out of it. No, 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 no. Uh, and so, uh, but those are honorable mentions, great shout outs, and thanks for everyone for reaching out to us. Yeah, that meant a lot to us, and was so excited to have that uh that feedback from our from our listeners phil launching in here we've got four uh quarterfinal matchups we've got dr phil versus jake bardell phil jackson versus philip the disciple phillips head screwdriver versus philip rivers and phil collins versus jake from state farm these are the ones that made it out of the sweet 16 into the elite eight this first matchup we're going to move pretty quickly through these but we've got dr phil versus jake bardell phil talk to me about dr phil Dr. Phil, you know, a guy that, like I said before, haven't watched much of his show, but he really is someone that has had a successful career. Uh, I don't actually know the status of his uh, doctorate degree. I don't know if he ever actually received one, um, but I mean, his fame, I thought would carry him this far, uh, but up to this point, Talbert, uh, I don't know because all the questions that I have about Dr. Phil, there's a lot of answers when it comes to Jake Bardell. That's right. That's exactly right. Jake Bardell, again, we talked about him last week. We highlighted him, aspiring young doctor. He's a guy graduate of the University of Oklahoma, uh, currently walking through medical school right now. Uh, this guy, you know, he's, he's just iconic. He has this voice that you just hear and you're like, that is Jake Bardell. Mm -hmm. uh, his name is Bardell. He has arms like a barbell. And, uh, you know, this is a guy, I'll never forget that picture of him trimming shrubs with a chainsaw, shirt off, in jean shorts, outside of the platform where Ready, Set, Game all yeah. started. And for yeah. me, Phil, I go back to that picture of Bardell by the platform where Ready, Set, Game originated three years ago. And listeners, many of you may not agree with this, but we've decided to take Jake Bardell over Dr. Phil to advance into the semifinals. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good call, Jake. And we know we're going to get a lot of heat for that one. But Bardell just, you know, he keeps swinging and uh, he's going over the fence every time. Next up, looks like we're going to number three seed Phil Jackson uh, versus number seven, Philip the Disciple. I mean, Talbert, these are obviously two of my own, two own Phil's. Uh, we talked right. through legendary career Phil Jackson, uh, you know, recent show on HBO coming out about the Lakers and Matty Johnson, all that stuff. Phil Jackson, I believe, you know, had a, had a role there to play in there. And once again, 
I'm just chasing the fame of these guys, but it's the history of Philip, the disciple Talbert. I mean, that we talked about, this is just a guy that's walked literally step-by-step with Jesus. And at this point, I don't think that there's any reason or any question or shadow of doubt that uh, the disciples going over Phil Jackson. Yeah, I, Phil, I'm with you. I'm with you. I go back to John chapter one and Jesus looks at Phil and he says, Phil, come and see. And Phil does. And he follows Jesus the rest of his days. And uh, uh, we're going to take Phil, the disciple here over Phil Jackson. Moving down into the bottom half of the bracket now, Phil, these are, are two of our favorites. We've got the Phillips head screwdriver going up against uh, the current high school football coach, Philip Rivers. Yeah, yeah. Philip Rivers, obviously, we talked about class act, a guy that, you know, from San Diego uh, all the way to Indianapolis, uh, always had a smile on his face, walked in and out each day, clocked in, clocked out, did his job. Um, but just like him doing his job, the Phillips head screwdriver never clocks in and out. It doesn't need a paycheck. It doesn't need, you know, a, a shower. It literally can do most things that sometimes our hands cannot. Uh, so the Phillips head screwdriver uh, for me and for you was uh, someone that just, uh, at the end of the day, did more than Philip Rivers. And we're going to take him uh, over um, the six seed. That's right. That's right. We had, we were, we were completely in agreement on this one. There was no disagreement, no fist fighting, none of that between Phil and I. So the screwdriver over Phil Rivers. Uh, and lastly, this last quarterfinal matchup, it's Phil Collins versus Jake from State Farm. Now this is my number one overall seed here. Jake from State Farm going up against Phil Collins. Phil, break this one down for us. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Phil Collins obviously had a huge part to play in that Tarzan soundtrack. And I would um, be disappointed in myself, if you will, if uh, I forgot, you know, in the air tonight. Um, you know, it's an incredible build up to one of the best choruses, I guess, if you will, uh, a song, a, a great all timer. Um, but aside from those two hits for me, you'll be in my heart and in the air tonight, Talbert. I mean, I just, I really don't see Jake from State Farm on the other end of what I was saying earlier of the fame is carrying him a long way. You see him in commercials with Drake and the Super Bowl. You've seen him uh, on your TV almost every time an ad pops up and he's a good looking guy. I mean, he's the face of State Farm. I actually read an article about uh, Jake from State Farm. Uh, one of his roommates at the time told him about a casting audition for this role. And he said, sure, I'll do it and walked in and got the job and the rest is history, Talbert. Wow, that's amazing. That is amazing for Jake from State Farm. He's rubbing elbows, like you said, and he's, he's, he's in, the, in the room with guys like Aaron Rodgers and Pat Mahomes and Chris Paul. And, you know, he's joined to that elite fraternity of State Farm. And I'm not going to lie, Phil, I've, I, I ride with State Farm. They're who's packing my insurance these days. So uh, Jake from State Farm is going to continue. And that's going to launch us into our semifinal matchups. We have got Jake Vardell versus Philip the Disciple, and now we've got the Phillips Head Screwdriver against Jake from State Farm. These are loaded, absolutely loaded semifinal matchups, Phil. Yeah, this is a massive Final Four. I mean, who would have thunk we ever would be here, more specifically here with these four opponents? Um, we'll start from the top, uh, Jake. I mean, you have Jake Bardell against Philip the Disciple. What's your take? You know, we off air, we really debated this one quite a lot. We yeah. have Jake Bardell, Philip the Disciple, 
And, and, you know, for, for the disciple, we've continued to go back to this piece of he was walking with Jesus. He walked with Jesus his whole life and uh, he was bought in. And the thing we know about Jake Bardell is that he's currently walking with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And Jake Bardell is a guy that surrendered. And not to say that uh, that there is a 2000 year difference. We're going to take that out of the picture. But we're going to look at Jake Bardell, that personal relationship for us with Jake Bardell is going to actually carry him over Philip, the disciple. And just like that, Jake Bardell went from the number four seed to now sitting in the national championship game of the first ever ready, set bracket. Yeah. I mean, Jake, this was a tough decision. You and I battled back and forth and back and forth on this one. Uh, You know, some would say sacrilegious and I would say, Hey, well, don't bring that into this because that's not what it's about. It's about right now, Jake versus Phil. And, you know, I think, like I said, we're going to get heat for some of these choices we're making. Um, but we, I, I, I also be mistaken if uh, I forgot to mention that uh, a notable Jake, Jake, got, Jake Gyllenhaal got knocked out first round. Uh, my wife and many others uh, did mention that we failed to mention some of the details of the Taylor Swift uh, drama breakup situation. And, you know, I just have to tell all of them, listen, we want to keep drama out of the pot. So uh, we're, that's, that, that's all I'll say about Jake. He's, he was a one and done. Uh, sorry, Mr. Gyllenhaal. Uh, if, you, if, if you're listening, uh, we apologize for being knocked out in the first round, but it's just how the game goes. Next up, we have the number two seed, Philip Head Screwdriver versus your number one seed, Jake, Jake from State Farm. This is a tough choice. Man, Phil, this was one of the toughest choices that we've had. And thankfully, we were both in agreement again off air on this. And as we looked at it, it really just came down to the longstanding, really sustainability and the longstanding tradition of the Phillips head screwdriver. Jake from State Farm, he's new to the scene. He's he's fresh. You know, he's in right now. But something that has always been in since its origin is the Phillips head screwdriver. We're going to look up 50 years from now, and the Phillips head screwdriver is still going to be working and Jake from State Farm is probably not. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, Talbert. I mean, if you look at uh, the Phillips head screwdriver, it's durable. And uh, it's something that all, it is, is always there for you. It doesn't need much maintenance. It doesn't need really any help. Or you don't have to rely even on it most of the time. Like you may have to do with your insurance, Jake from State Farm. Uh, you just know it's going to be there no matter what. And so uh, Phillips has screwdriver, obviously moving on a championship against your Jake, Jake Bardell. Dude, I cannot believe it. This is, this is crazy that we landed here. The Phillips head screwdriver versus Jake Bardell. And this is something that of any of the matchups, this one right here, we really had to go to the drawing board pros cons, you know, um, you were really wrestling with, with some of the cons here, trying to find a list of cons for these two. Yeah, uh, that's something that you had shared with me. And as we were breaking it down here, um, Phil, I think that you probably had the best analysis, uh, kind of that one-liner that you had shared with me. And I think the listeners need to hear that. I know at the moment I needed to, and I would love if you would maybe kind of pass some of that along to us. Yeah, absolutely. End of the day, and this is no offense to our good, 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 great friend, Jake Bardell, but there are things that Jake Bardell's hands cannot do the Phillips head screwdriver can. And if you look at the history of the Phillips head screwdriver invented around the 1930s uh, by Oregon businessman, Henry Phillips, this is a guy that, I mean, he history in the making and, and Bardell is a long way to go. And we really do believe 
and pray and wish him the best moving forward because he's going to absolutely do phenomenal absolutely. things in his own medical field and personal life. Like you said, currently walking with Jesus, we know he's going to make plenty of disciples on his own, already has. But the Phillips head screwdriver, end of the day, I mean, it just does things uh, that we simply as humans cannot. And Jake Bardell, uh, right now, to our own knowledge, is just simply one of those humans. Yeah, Phil, that you you hit the nail on the head. You put the Phillips inside the bit, if you will. And I think that 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 really sums it up. And we decided after all this being said, the 16 seeds that we drafted here at the beginning, the Phillips head screwdriver takes the cake as the best Phil and Jake of all time. Going back to the 1930s, it's longstanding tradition, it's durability, it's reliability. Not to say that those others don't have that, but we believe the Phillips will be around for decades and, and, and centuries to come. Yeah, absolutely. So congratulations, Phillips Head Screwdriver. Uh, we will be uh, excited to hear from you shortly, hopefully becoming a sponsor here soon on the Race Set Game Pod. But I mean, Jake, what a list, what a time. The bracket, something that we're going to do every week, the Ready, Set, Bracket, uh, brought to you by Seth Locke. And uh, this is a bracket that I think will last a long time, be fun for our listeners. No doubt, no doubt. And what's cool is just, you know, as part of the, you know, Seth Locke, we've thrown his name around a little bit. He'll be on the podcast later down the road. But uh, Seth Locke, myself, and Phil, we've decided just as as a token of our appreciation to our listeners, we're going to find, we're going to pick one listener that slides into our DMs or inbox, and we're going to actually send you a Phillips head screwdriver yeah. uh, to your mailbox, to your inbox. Send us your address. Send us why you are listening to our podcast, and you're going to get a brand new Phillips head screwdriver uh, in your mailbox within the next couple of weeks. So slide that into us. We're so excited about that. Color preference can't guarantee anything, uh, but 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 yeah, go ahead and slide on in. Jake, that's incredible. We love the giveaways here. We're trying to do one as often as we can, uh, big or small, whether it's a 100-foot blow-up gorilla all the way down to a Phillips head screwdriver. We're trying to give our listeners uh, the best experience possible. Jake, this is about wrap things up here for me. I don't know about you, but uh, episode two in the books feel pretty good. I feel great, Phil. I feel great. Uh, you know, yeah, I, I, we are wrapping up today and we'll be back on again for episode three. We're going to intro a brand new bracket. So be ready, be on the lookout, introing a brand new bracket next week. Uh, speaking for my co-host, Phil Addison, myself, Jake Talbert, thanks so much. And as always, ready, set, game. game.